That's a little fast. Maybe a little too fast. Let's slow it down. Let's bring it down. Let's make it smooth and sexy with a little bit of robe. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, how do you do? Thank you for listening, checking out the show, the Manitoba Money Shop Podcast. Um, today we have a big winner. If you remember last week, there was a secret contest where I asked you, the listener, to just draw, provide some artwork, old man with 12-pack toilet paper, put on the Twitter account, and you will be entered into a secret contest where I, uh, because I've always wanted to make merch for the podcast. You see a lot of shows already that have merch available. That's something I always want to do. And I have a wicked design that I cannot do myself. I'm going to have to ask Fiverr or something to get her done. But uh, yeah, the winner of this contest got a free shirt. And a fr- the, the, if I have to draw it myself, you're going to get a free shirt. And we do have a winner. Uh, anonymous. Wants to remain anonymous. Totally cool. I know who it is. You're going to get your shirt. And thank you for playing. Thank you for participating in the secret contest. Um, yeah, and we will, we, me will have, <laughs> we'll have sh- uh, uh, shirts or something available. And as soon as I know, I will let you, I'll fill you in. I should take pre-orders. When I'm ready to take pre-orders, I'll take some pre-orders. Ah, hell, pre-order. <laughs> Starting now, if you want a shirt blindly without knowing the design, uh, you can let me know and I'll put you on a list of the pre-orders because they're going to be very limited, at least the first run. Because <laughs> I, I still have shirts from a show I did in 2012. No, I think 2007. Yeah, something like that. Ron Moore is missing. I made uh, shirts that has uh, has Ron Moore is missing on it, and uh, they're classic shirts. Like if you're a friend of mine, you probably have one. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I could not get rid of them. But these new designs will will be flying off the shelf. You're gonna want to get one for sure and wear it proudly. All right, guess what? It's now evening on the Tuesday dinner. I cannot, I did not have enough time before I had to pack it up and head off to the corporation and uh, be a slave to the rhythm. So I just wanted to finish up and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if you actually do tune in and listen to this on a regular basis because I know I am, I'm like that with certain podcasts you expect to show up on the, on the schedule every week. And it, when it doesn't happen, it can be a bit of a bummer. So I am sorry for that. And, um, you know, what, where was I? I was just talking about the t-shirts and, you know, I really want to say happy Halloween. I hope you had a great Halloween. I had the usual number of kids at my door, zero, which is, uh, you know, not that unexpected when you live in an apartment building. Um, yeah. So, and I didn't, I I haven't dressed up in a while. I used to dress up when I took my, my son and daughter trick-or-treating. Actually, that's not even true. Half the time when they were young, I did, but then they, you know, they wanted to go to the door themselves. And so I didn't even bother, you know, whatever, you know, I'm the generic pirate, but you know, I really would love to, to dress up and, you know, have a cool costume and get some free chocolate chips. Now, what do we do? It's discount chocolate time at Shoppers Drug Mart. Jeff Hughes turned me on to this friend of the show. Something you would like. The discount chocolates. I'm pretty sure we had a song about it too. But yeah, maybe it's a little early. But those discount Halloween treats.
treats are gonna be, woo, 50% off, 75% off. Yeah, so go down to Shoppers and, and uh, blow your load on that. It was funny at the corporation, I was talking to a dude telling me about uh, gate night, which, you know, I kind of forgot about. Apparently the night before Halloween, you're supposed to go out and fuck shit up, you know, cause havoc, throw eggs and toilet paper the shit out of houses and whatnot. Um, yeah, or at least he, he was saying that he, he was egging cars and one guy stopped and got out and chased, chased him while he hopped fence and then the driver hopped fence like it was, they got away. But, um, if you were the driver, I'm like, what are you going to do? You're going to beat up kids. He was like, said it was like 14, 13. <clears throat> and I was like, did you ever do anything? And I was like, no, I never, I never did anything on, on gate night. But I, and then like during the day it hit me like, yeah, I do remember being chased though and being pelted with eggs uh they didn't connect and i remember it was pretty easy to to when you're on a bike you can get through all those bay shortcuts in in fort richmond if you remember you know like you get to in the middle of the bay there'll be a shortcut to a bay on the opposite side yeah there's tons of those so if you're on a bike you can pretty much get away if you can get to those those little shortcuts which are pretty sweet but um other than that nah didn't really do much on gate night Besides, it's all different now than it was 40 years ago, right? I mean, look at, okay, obviously, if you're in Winnipeg, if you're from Winnipeg or Manitoba, you've watched the news and you heard about this huge Project X party in East St. Paul, which is a little bit north and east of, of Winnipeg, just outside the perimeter. Uh, apparently, there was a huge party and, uh, you know, hundreds of kids were there. This was Saturday night, like, so it's a costume party. And so, like, I remember first seeing it on TikTok. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Because uh, cops, I guess cops pulled up, which may have been the RCMP, simply because it was outside the city perimeter. But uh, the clips uh, that were that people recorded w was insane. Like kids on top of cop cars with the sirens going, and the main one has a kid jumping off the roof, and he lands on the windshield of the police car, shatters it, doesn't go through, but smack. <laughs> You see the glass broken, and then he just boop, 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 gets off the car. But, whoa, I was like, damn. When I was a kid, we used to have bush parties, and uh, if someone said cops, everyone, uh, you know, took off in every which way into the dark, into the night. So we've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, cops uh, used to be deathly afraid of them. Now people are shoving cameras in their faces and going, what's your name and badge number? I'm allowed to film here in this police uh, building, you know. <laughs> it's so funny how the tide has changed. Speaking of Halloween, uh, me and the me and the girlfriend, we went to the Canada Horror Marathon on Saturday at the Cinematheque, one of the best uh, cinemas in the city right now, you know, especially when we go, because uh, we went to the first movie of five, five Canadian horror films that they were showing and we saw The Pit, which was uh, 1981, The Pit. And they also had Pin playing after that, an 80s movie I remember seeing when I worked at Bill's Video. And uh, uh, Prom Night 2, Hello Mary Lou, a few other ones. But I really wanted to see The Pit for some reason, because I remember the video box on the shelf, the VHS copy. And, but it, I was never really into horror that much, so I, I never watched it. But what are you going to do when your girlfriend is a horror fanatic and she has to go? 
then you have to go at least to one. I'll do one and I'll do the first one because that's gonna be the one that's least populated. And I keep I'm thinking. So the three o'clock show, The Pit, I think there may have been maybe a dozen people in the theater. Mwah. Perfecto. Um, got my popcorn, dove right into the movie. It was really good, really freaky and weird. Kind of turned into a comedy a little bit. Um, okay, warning. Here come some spoilers. I won't give too many spoilers, but it's about it's it's a pit. <laughs> it's a focus on this uh, perverted 12, 14 year, 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there, boy. And uh, he gets, he, he finds a pit in the woods. He finds a pit. And there are troll-like creatures in, in this pit. Plus, he has this teddy bear which he talks to and the bear talks to him. So that's this weird thing of like, is it in his imagination? But oh no, it is not because he starts feeding. He, he's like, what do they eat? And he realizes, oh, they eat people. So I'll just send them uh, the people I'm not too crazy about. Anyway, it was really entertaining. And then the movie took this weird kind of ending where all of a sudden it's not about the boy anymore. It's, it's just, it was odd. And uh, the first thing I wanted to do when I got home is to look up frightfully forgotten horror movies on YouTube because Adam and Justin will have some insight to this film. I can only see them liking it. Um, but lo and behold, they have not reviewed The Pit. So I'm putting that out to you, fellas. Please review the pit if you get a chance. I don't even know if you can get a copy. I don't. I doubt if it's streaming anywhere, but you never know. It's good. It was good. And other than that, the only other thing I watched were the six episodes of Tales of the Jedi, and I won't give away any spoilers to it except that there are short, or at least the story. There there are six short, like 15-minute cartoons uh, in the Clone Wars style. If you remember the Clone Wars series and Bad Batch, etc. Um, given a backstory to Qui-Gon and Count Dooku, how he became, how he moved on to the Sith, which was, eh, whatever. Um, great. It's good. Really good. Check it out. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love it. And I think that's it, folks. I think I'll cut it there nice and uh, short. You know, it's the end of the, I like doing this in the morning. By the end of the day, all the, uh, the, uh, gumption and, uh, excitement of the day has already... <laughs> washed over me and it's just I'm just covered in filth now of the day so I'm just not when you wake up you're jogging up and you're to the sun you're saying good morning but at the end of the day it's just it's just you're tumbling in dirt that's what I'm doing oh yeah there is something I would I did want to bring up I just got to pull it up on Facebook because my hotel Manitoba co-host Carolyn Gray over the summer had these cats in her backyard that just started showing up so she would put food out for them on on the back stoop and um, they would come you know have a good buffet and uh, hang around for some reason they'd be hanging around and now she is worried because they don't have homes so it's a little she's a little freaked out that they don't have a home and they may be all by themselves over the winter and she already has, you know, tons of pets. So she can't, and she's a little worried they're not going to get along. So she's hoping by putting the word out, maybe, just maybe, there's someone out there who would want to take in a cat, a rescue kitten, kitty. So there's Jowls, the black cat, Butterscotch is orange, and BB are the three cats. Um, they're, they're really good cats. Uh, they, 
you know, if anything, they're a little skittish because they're outdoor kitties, outdoor kittens. But um, they've, they've come up to us when we were hanging out in their backyard, and they're very friendly. So if you know someone or if you yourself are looking for a little feline companionship, just let me know. Send a message over Twitter, a DM on the Mantle Money Shot podcast Twitter account, which is at capital M, capital B, capital M, Honey Shot. Plus, let me add that she is taking them to the vet. And so they're going to have all their shots and, you know, you're going to know that these these cats are ready to go. They're not kittens. They're cats. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. If you can help out, that would be awesome, you know. Um, yeah, and also, it just got me thinking, too, because I, I mentioned, I think, even the last podcast or episode that there there's this young homeless couple that live at Confusion Corner. They move from the community center to the bus shack, to the community center, maybe other places that I'm not aware of. But I, I've seen them for half a year hanging around there. And then last night, they're under a blanket by the community center. It's just, it breaks your heart. You know, there's so much homelessness and most of us are just in rough shape. But like that kind of, when you don't have a shelter, when you don't have shelter over your head, you know, that's that's heartbreaking. So I'm gonna uh, cook up a, a, a casa de mama and bring it over to them tonight. Something I haven't d- done because I rarely, I rarely do anything to be honest. I, you know, uh, I don't really give to people on the medians at the traffic lights once in a blue moon, maybe. And my reasoning is, I'm always broke. I never have money. I don't spend money on anything. I don't do shopping aside from groceries and the occasional thing. You know, all my bills are paid and whatnot. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but at the same time, I'm hustling and I always feel like I got to save onto every little nickel that I, I earn. And so I, it's really hard. I, I find it really hard personally to give. But that's what life's all about. It's about giving and loving and hopefully you get it back, right? That's the idea. You give love, you get love. But life isn't fair and love isn't fair, obviously. <laughs> you give a casset a mama one night and a week later someone's gonna hand you a cassette of mama i don't know man <laughs> i don't know what am i talking about here i'm talking about that it's it's that getting to that time of year where you want to give and you want to help out but at the same time you don't want to take advantage of you don't want to be taken advantage of right so just be street smart love your neighbor drive safe eat your vitamins call your grandma and bye.